Welcome to Brand Lover, honest, real, and lively conversations for flourishing entrepreneurs and budding business owners on a mission to cultivate a heartfelt brand that connects with their purpose-driven mission. My hope is that you walk away feeling inspired and refreshed with a weekly takeaway in your back pocket that you can apply to your life or business. Welcome to Danny Rathman, artist, creator, and founder of Perfect Love, lovingly crafted keepsakes to cherish your honoured pets. Welcome, Danny. Thank you, Rachel. So happy to be here. So lovely to, to have a chat. Yeah, I'm so excited to get started. Um, so do us a favour, please, and explain exactly what you do and why. Well, that's probably one of the things I find hardest to do is explain with words what I do. Um, I usually find people understand better when they see what I do, but basically um, I handcraft keepsakes, gifts and accessories to look like people's pets. Um, And I have a particular passion in helping honour pets in weddings when they can't physically attend. So that's my my favourite part. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's so beautiful what you do. So, I mean, we will share your website and socials and things a little bit later. It's Danny's right. It's much easier when you see them. Like her work is just delightful. It's gorgeous. I can't gush over it enough. But um, let's go, let's rewind a little bit first. How did Perfect Love um, come about? Because I know you didn't start out this way. Um, So tell us the story of your beginnings um, and how you ended up here. So it has actually been um, a long, long time in the making um, and it has evolved a long way from from its beginnings. So I actually started back in 2015, so over over eight years ago now. um, I was working full-time as an occupational therapist and at the time I was working in mental health so it was a fairly emotional and um and mentally draining um career and I was still fairly young in my career then um so I I must have always been a creative person and it it just was an outlet um for me to sort of regroup and um, on weekends and and evenings um reduce Mm. my stress levels so I was just creating anything and, and everything. So back then it was, some, I was dabbling with candles and um, some beaded necklaces and some earrings and anything and everything that I, I sort of came across that I wanted to try. And then I did start getting some people asking, oh, can you sell your candles? Can you make something for me? Can you do this? I started started selling that way and then I guess through my networks at work more people were interested in some of the jewellery side of things um, and it grew from there and I, I focused started focusing a bit more on the jewellery side of things and Paula McLean really loved um, working with that I just uh, and what I could create was almost almost endless um, so from over the years after that, I really focused more so towards polymer clay jewellery and that and most of the earrings. And that evolved to, oh, could you make something that looked like my pet? Here's a photo of my pet. So I um, went down that path making making mostly earrings that 
that looked like people's pets and then had the inquiries around, oh, if you could do earrings that look like pets, could you do cufflinks? I, I want a way to include them in my wedding. Um, so I started just, it just evolved really with what people were asking for and wanting. Um, and I loved the creativity and I loved the challenge of um, trying to make something so tiny, something tiny enough to be earrings that looked like pets. So I loved that that challenge. Um, and back in, so fast forward to about 2018, I was up in Queensland by this stage and it had sort of organically grown um, to the point where it was actually becoming pretty stressful to try and manage all all the orders in the evenings and on weekends on top of full-time work and a commute to where I was working. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, my husband and I made the decision that, yeah, we'd start to look at me cutting cutting back on OT to focus a bit more on the business um, and that this was around the same time that pets uh, was becoming bigger for me as well. And then similar time we moved um, to Victoria there weren't many OT jobs around. And so I focused a bit more on the business at that point. Um, and yeah, it's just evolved. So that brought me forward to, I think from 20, probably about 2018, 2020 onwards, I'd, I'd really realised that I'd outgrown the previous name. Um, so mm-hmm. my old business name um, that started was pr- probably pretty appropriate for what I was doing, a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, so it was called Heartbeat Handicrafts. Um, but I felt that I was starting to outgrow that and I was starting to get the feedback that, oh, I've seen you somewhere else before and I know what you do, but I'd forgotten the name of your business. Oh, that's so interesting. Just Yeah, just little signs like that that was mm. reinforcing to me that, okay, at, at some stage I'm I'm going to now that I have my focus and I feel like I have my um, my niche, mm. um, I, I really need to at some stage re have a rename and a and a rebrand. And so that had been swirling around in my mind for, mm. for a while. Yeah. Um, and when did you know that it was time? Like that, you know, you um, you'd followed all the breadcrumbs and you you really like you really leaned into what your customers were asking to establish your niche and I love that you did that but how did you know you know because quite often it's it's like it's scary to um to really take that next that next step to the next level particularly when it comes to um a brand because you know all of a sudden you're like okay you're putting your stamp on this like this is happening and this is like what I'm going to be known for and you know sometimes it feels easier to keep um safe in what you've known for so long um it's it's kind of a risk so how did you know um so I, I guess the more I learned and the more I learned about branding and the more I sort of did some long to uh, I've known for for quite a while now that this is what I want to do and mm. I want to be self-employed yeah forever um forever. so I yeah forever and ever <laughs> So I'd, I'd already made those long-term visions in my mind and I'd started, started thinking, all right, well, what's holding me back from, um, I guess, I, I sort of identified that I think the one thing now 
well, a, a couple of things holding me back. The, my my time and my capacity, because I do have three very young children um, mm. who are still at home most of the time. Um, so I knew that was holding me back, but I was starting to to forward plan. All right, well, where do I want the business to be at by the time they are all in school? And I've identified mm. it. It sort of needs to grow further uh, more by by that point. Mm. But I felt like the one thing that's probably holding me back, um, and the more I learned around branding, um, I, I knew I've known for a while now that it was my branding and my name, mm. uh, the business name that was really holding me back from reaching that. Um, I guess attracting my ideal customers rather mm. than having to fight and and put a lot of effort in to try and get them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I wanted to get to the point where, because I don't have a lot of time, I didn't want to be, I guess, sort of fighting so hard to to find people. I really wanted it to be a brand that attracted the mm. people to me and I wanted to show up in the places that they were showing up and and actually look like I belonged, if that, if yeah. that makes sense. So I wanted to go to the high end. Um, wedding expos and things like that and it just didn't it didn't feel like my my branding and and my name were quite professional enough to hit those levels and stand out and Mm. um and really attract the people on a on a visual level even if they loved what I do uh, even if I love what I did and I guess also the longer term planning I do I know that at some stage I need to be increasing prices mm. um but I I didn't feel like my branding was at a professional level to to cope with that if that makes sense yeah, yeah absolutely that totally makes sense because to attract a certain type of market you need to you need like it's like you have to match that like you have to match yeah. in in a way that you know it's almost like um, the energy of your brand needs to match the energy of what they're seeking. And um, and I love that kind of how you explained that you'd been putting so much effort into, I guess, um, like pushing to, to explain to people what you do and why they should take notice and like how you can help them where um, when you have a brand that is aligned and it speaks on so many different levels, like um, visually, but also like in the messaging as well, that that can just like just by you being where they are, yeah, it's attractive to them, and it yeah. feels it feels easier. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I would also say I, I probably when I did take take the leap to doing it now, um, I didn't feel ready. Yeah, like I had I had initially thought oh yep yeah, oh um and I had because I'd known that at, at some stage I needed it to happen and it's going to be a long-term business um mm. for me I'd been saving up for a major within the business um for a major rebrand and um and name change and, and all of the bits yeah um, for a while because I knew that at some stage I would I'd need to take that leap but I think I'd been quite conservative in thinking, oh, closer, closer to when the kids are, mm-hmm. when I've got more time to be able to really focus on it and work on it. Um, 
when I know that the the revenue I'm getting is definitely it's it's going to be fine for it yeah and I put it off and put it off and then I'd done some of your um free uh, webinar kind of things and yeah. I'd listened to uh, I'd learned a lot more about branding um and we jumped on a discovery call and I just went you know what I need I need to just take a leap of faith here yeah. um it's it's going to help with the growth that I'm wanting mm. anyway um and I think some of the barriers were also more around the oh do I like around myself I needed to um I need to go I deserve this like yeah this is what I want for my business and um I need to I need to be the one to say yes yes to it and yes to it now yeah Um, and yeah it's been it's been amazing so I remember chatting with you that day and I remember you sort of thinking that you would hold off until the kids were at school um and I think as mums like when we're in that stage of of being a mum, particularly when we have young kids, we do we do tend to do that. Like we don't actually realise how capable we are to manage these types of things and be able to be a present mum and, you know, grow up with our babies kind of yeah. Um, yeah. and allow ourselves, you know, to invest in something that we believe in that's outside of motherhood. Um, like that's something that I always really struggled with. I remember talking to you and I was so excited when you took that leap, um, and to see how far you've come after, um, how did you feel like initially after you made that decision? And then also, I guess, how did you feel after we'd completed the whole creative process? I think, um, I felt a huge, a huge amount of relief once I'd spoken to you and I understood the process a bit more I think I'd built it up in my head that I'm gonna have to put the business on on hold and it's just so overwhelming um mm. and it's going to require 40 hours of my week um yeah. to be able to in, invest the time in this and once you actually broke down what the process was going to be and that we weren't going to try and smush it into a, a few days um and I had that uh, a decent amount of space to be able to do the pre-work mm. once I knew what it was actually going to um require like in terms of my time I felt I felt like oh this is this is much more achievable than what I was um building it up mm. in my head and I think he also took the pressure off like don't have to implement everything immediately mm. you can take the time that you need and um so I felt a huge sense of relief and I felt like it was the right decision. Mm. So that was that was amazing. Um mm. when everything was was finished, I was just so, so happy with the outcome. Um a little, little bit overwhelmed with uh, all of my lists of all right, where do I go through go from here? The but, actual the yeah, actual, the actual rolling out of the rolling yeah. there's a lot to do. Um and also I guess in my head, I still had the the things that needed to be rolled out, and and still even now, I've still got some dream things that I still want to do. But again, um, we'll wait for. Um, I really don't like going in into any debt with the business, so yes. um, I feel like it's so much less of a risk when I say 
also profits to go towards the things that I want. And also I know that I, if I have to wait for them, then I know that I've really thoroughly thought um, yeah. about them as well. So I guess that's the hard thing. I, like I'd love all of my dreams to, to be in place now. Um, I'm happy to be patient. At least I'm not waiting um, still the few few more years until the kids are all in school. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that. And I love that you operate like that because it kind of takes the pressure off as well. And you're taking more measured, considered steps. Yeah. Um, you're not rushing into anything. And to like to me, as like I operate like that in business as well. That it's those small, sustainable steps that are going to get us to where we want to go rather than just jumping in, um, you know, f- two feet first. Like sometimes that's a good strategy, but not like all the time. So I love, yeah. I love that. So, um, so what has rebranding actually helped you to achieve in your business? Yeah. So I guess uh, like related, related to the business, but I mm. guess more my, um, how I view the business now, um, I was sometimes I was I was almost embarrassed of my old branding and my old name because I I feel like I'd explain what I do, but it wasn't communicated um, before. Whereas now I just have full confidence um, in in the branding and the name. Um, I feel like it really communicates what I do, mm. um, and and it does attract those people. So I just have this huge confidence now, and that allowed me to, to reach for things that I'd been dreaming about so um yeah reaching for the the design um the higher design markets um starting starting with some PR pitching um and yeah going to the the wedding type the higher higher events um events um, so I've just got that confidence now and even like I'm still doing a really tiny amount of occupational therapy just still to help out. And I I did used to, if someone would ask, oh, what do you do? Um, even though majority of what I do is is perfect love, I used to explain it as, oh, I'm an occupational therapist, but I also do, whereas now I'm really consciously going, oh, I have a business and this is what I do. Oh, and I also do a little bit of occupational therapy. So it is, um, it's really Amazing. changed how I, um, yeah, how, how I speak about the business, how I um, present myself in, in that way. Uh, and also, I guess it's a, a, probably a, um, a, a better way to describe what's actually happened within the business then um so a month I had a really at the start of the year I had a really conservative goal um of selling or having selling about my original goal was about 12 cake toppers which is my highest Mm -hmm. um highest end product that I do it takes the most amount of time so it's uh priced which the pricing reflects that. Yeah. And so I had a conservative goal of one a month that I'd do. Um, and the month or two after I relaunched the website and the rebranding, I think I did eight that month. So <laughs> my goal was far too conservative. Um, and then we had a couple months. I think this month has been about six. 
so it's just I guess when people are putting across that amount of money um they want a professional brand they want something that backs it up so yeah. all those reviews but I feel like um the the new brand has definitely contributed to that um it's just yeah so much more professional so that is amazing yeah. I didn't know so I definitely have to up my um goals for goals next absolutely year. set some new goals reset lady that's amazing <laughs> congratulations Thank you. yeah so, so incredible I love hearing that um so what's next? What's next for Puffy Love other than setting some really like amazing lofty goals? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I really um I really want to almost catch up at the moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. So um I don't want to overextend and do things uh poorly at the moment. So I really want to get make sure my systems um are in place, slowly rolling out some of those other dream branding and marketing materials that I've had um I've been dreaming about main thing also preparing and and this will be my first Christmas period since the rebrand so I want to be nice and nice and prepared for that um that's exciting that is exciting I'll be Um, following along closely that's very exciting (laughs) and some more yeah some more live events um that I've already got planned and and booked in so amazing okay so just wrapping up what would be your best advice now that you're on the other side of this and you've sort of got this whole new um trajectory I suppose what's your advice for any other hobby businesses like creative handmade businesses who want to ditch that corporate life in favor of the flexible you know creative life you know that the one that has gives you that time to to really unleash your creativity I guess um firstly it's not easy but it's so totally worth it Mm -hmm. um if you are dead set that this is your long long long-term goal you're not in it for a year you're not in it for two years you want to be in it for a decent amount of time um and you you have you have that as a dream then yeah, 100% branding is just and your foundations and and knowing your customer so, so well and the direction that you want to go, then it, it's just, yeah, it is so important. Yeah. <laughs> just so important. And if you don't feel ready but you know what your goals are, then have a chat. Have a chat to someone about it. Um because they might help you see it from the perspective of yeah what what is holding you back um mm. and yeah what what's missing yeah I'm not sure if that was very clear or beautiful. not no beautiful advice heartfelt advice um coming from someone who's been through it so just to um finish up our beautiful chat I have some rapid fire questions for you yeah um oh, so I'm just gonna say I should have <laughs> Um, listen to the other rapid yeah, I know you would know what they were <laughs> you should have taken notes yeah, um, okay so I'm just going to say a word and then it's just whatever pops into your head so what's your favourite app my lists app my plain <laughs> old Apple lists app I yeah I'm such a list person love yep. it <laughs> okay time of day 
I have to say in the evenings when the kids are in bed oh yeah do you know I get that too it's like I love that time where it's kind of like this is not rapid fire anymore now I'm talking um <laughs> it's like the day's done and it's that quiet it's like just you've achieved the day you know like I love that too it's like um like there's the a final chapter yeah. yeah 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 like the the epilogue or something I don't yeah. know Yes. Um, yep. I love that. What's your favourite type of exercise? Ooh, uh, I'm not fabulous at it, but I do love running. Mm. Okay, habit or ritual? Ooh, I'm going to copy what I said before and always referring back to my list for the day. <laughs> Boring, I know. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. Um, okay, way to relax. Ooh, I do love a bath. Bath yeah. and a wine. Yeah. Oh, at the end of the day when kids are in bed. Yeah. yeah. With your lists up on the side. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I put the lists, I do, I, I probably did have bath on the list. Um, But no, music, some music oh, at that time. Okay. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you switched that. that yeah. Bath. That's funny. Um, okay. Final thing, thing about, what's your favourite thing about your business? You know, I love hearing the stories about the pets um so especially when it comes to like sculpting for a cake topper I love hearing about um a dog's personality and and being able to capture that that cheeky smile or that particular yeah. expression um and and people are so generous in sharing about their pets and I love that and I love yeah, yeah hearing about them so <laughs> that's it that's my favorite. I love that. So lovely. And I love that you like, even though, um, you know, you were just responding to what people were asking you for. Like, I love that you're just a natural pet lover yourself. Like it's just, it all just flowed so beautifully. And I, I just wanted to share that because I just think that's beautiful. I, um, I definitely don't think I would have landed in um, doing this if I didn't yeah. love pets yeah so, you didn't yeah. have an affinity for it yeah, yeah you exactly. would have just been like nah <laughs> no nah, I can't do that <laughs> oh but I'm glad you did because I think yeah. your work is gorgeous um okay where can we find you where can um anyone go and learn more about you or come and ask your question or you know have a look at your gorgeous work so uh best place would be the website so perfect love dot com dot au otherwise you can also find me on instagram which is perfectlove.au um, and same again for facebook as well they're probably the main places to find me oh yeah you can flick me a message or find my email on um on the website as well which is hello at perfectlove.com.au lovely so if you are listening and you are a pet lover, you must go and check out Danny's work. Um, but also if you find her story inspiration, I'm sure she'd love to have a chat with you. Um, yeah. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me, Rachel. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, I invite you to share the link with another woman in business or someone who needs to hear this message. Every woman we can support to grow a meaningful, profitable brand is another woman who is free to live a purposeful life for herself and be more present for her family. None of us are alone in the challenges we face in business, but the solution can start with a gift from someone else, and it could be a podcast episode just like this one. 
Thank you for listening.